Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. To find out more or to add your support for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash manowaker. Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.B. Drogi. This week, The Pigeon by James Crabiel. The cars in front of me were inching along, and up ahead swerving cautiously out into the center lane before proceeding. Two men, one wearing Bermuda shorts and shirtless, his skin slick with sweat, and the other in a pinstriped dress shirt and black tailored slacks, held their arms out, waving, trying to shoo the broken-winged pigeon away from the center of the road. As I passed, I watched it flop helplessly on the hot asphalt, trapped between flight and death. Each time they corralled the poor thing to the curb, it would spasm and jerk itself back into traffic. In my rearview mirror, I saw more people had gathered around to watch, lured in by struggle and futility. My son's soccer game was still scoreless by the time I arrived. The dozen of us, red-faced and wiping sweat from our eyes, yelled out intermittent blasts of encouragement to our kids. Some had gone back to their cars for umbrellas. A few held hunks of newspaper above their heads to block out the sun. A handful of older folks sat in lawn chairs under an aging Chitalpa tree. The kids, bedraggled warriors, half-heartedly trotted after an underinflated ball. I kept waiting for them one by one to keel over. Two-thirds into the game, I noticed a boy, alone and not much older than eight or nine, sitting on the ground a few feet from the bleachers, an ace bandage wrapped around his right leg, his fleshy thigh bulging out at both ends. He grabbed the loose end of his bandage and wiped the sweat from his forehead. His eyes, sunken, peered out from his sunburnt face, the brim of his cream-colored baseball cap stained brown. I climbed down from the bleachers, walked over to the boy, and crouched beside him. Are you okay? You look hot. Can I get you some water? The boy looked at me with a fuzzy gaze and mumbled, I'm okay. Can I help you over to that tree so you can sit in the shade? I can't move, he said. I'm supposed to stay here. I waited a moment, feeling powerless as the boy's eyes grew heavy and closed. I walked back to the bleachers, climbed up to my seat, and watched the boy. Every now and then, his head rolled lazily on his shoulders, his eyes slits as if he were falling asleep. Then suddenly his head jerked back up, trying to focus. The spectators filed out of the stands, car doors slammed and gravel crunched under spongy tires. I sat in the car, the air conditioning on full, my son in the back seat, his head buried in his cell phone. The boy with the cap sat alone, his back now propped against the bleachers. I'll be right back, I told my son. I walked over to the boy and knelt down. One end of the ace bandage was still wrapped around the boy's thigh, but the other had come loose, trailing across the brown scorched grass like the shed skin of a snake. Is someone coming to pick you up? Do you need a lift? He looked up, still only half there. No, he'll be here soon. I backed out of my parking spot as a fatigued station wagon crawled into the lot. 
Driving to work the next morning, I saw the broken-winged pigeon again, now lying up against the curb, its head hanging down in a storm sewer and covered with grime, the fractured wing sticking up towards the sky. Flies swarmed round its body, and people hustled by on their way to work. A little girl pointed, but no one looked. Further down the street, as I pulled up to a red light, I glanced out my window at the soccer field, and there on the ground, as if saving his place, sat the boy's baseball cap, once again cream-colored. The elevator was under repair, so I trudged up the stairs of my office building, an old Gothic structure with ornate carvings and turrets. Outside, traffic rumbled by, horns honked impatiently, people called across the street to one another. The monthly report was spread out over my desk. I couldn't concentrate and kept coming up with a different figure. I looked up from my desk, trying to clear my mind, when I caught a glimpse of movement just outside my window. I stood, walked over to the window, and there, only a few feet away, perched on the window's ledge and sitting on its nest, was a pigeon. Its feathers glistened iridescent green and blue as it looked over the city street, the people, and the rising fumes of exhaust. The pigeon turned in my direction and startled, took to the sky. My gaze came to rest on its nest, and as if lined for comfort or security or preservation, I noticed the remnants of a torn and shredded ace bandage. This has been The Pigeon, written by James Crabiel. For more information about Manowaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manowaker.com which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening.